0: When the wilderness tries to make you complain, rebel, test, and tempt you, or whatever else may come your way in a wilderness season, will you come out stronger in your relationship with the Lord or will you allow your wilderness experience to have you lose sight on who God is and choose to remain in cycles that you wish could be broken, not realizing that whom Jesus Christ sets free is free indeed. That is why 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 10 through 11 says, Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. For in this way, there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And Romans chapter 12, verses 2 says, Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing and perfect will of God. So stay tuned as we discuss the last part of the wilderness series entitled Reflection.
1: Well, amen. And with that being said, let us go before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for another day's journey to have the privilege to come before you again. Lord, thank you for your Holy Spirit that convicts us and helps us by leading and guiding us into your righteousness. Lord, we aren't perfect and we all go through things and we have all sinned against you. But may we not allow that to remain as an excuse for us when you've called us to live holy, righteous, and pure lives before you as you dwell inside of us. So Lord, may we continually remain rooted in you, As you prepare us daily for your return so that we will hear you utter the words we long to hear when we are revealed in you on that beautiful day to take us home. Well done, my good and faithful servant. It's in Jesus name I pray and say thank you. Amen. When we take a look and see what has occurred in our wilderness season, regardless of how bad, unfair or hard it may have been, every believer in Christ Jesus should be grateful because in the midst of everything we've been through, God has given us the ability to depend on him more and to trust in him more than ever before. Because the wilderness has a tendency to bring the ungodly and ugliness we've kept in us by putting on an image of godliness while the entire time we've been denying God's power because a change had never occurred within us that truly would give God the glory, honor, and praise He deserves, which in turn has left us fruitless, bitter and living life recklessly. However, a believer in Christ Jesus will know the wilderness has taught them something when we are able to admit all of our wrongdoings by confessing to God, completely removing all forms of ungodliness in our lives, regardless of whose feelings may be hurt, because we would rather make God happy and have men angry than to have man happy and God angry which is why when the believer has learned from their wilderness season they will completely walk and talk differently because they will be able to understand the words found within 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 which says therefore if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation the old has passed away and see the new has come amen and we will continue to seek Jesus Christ while he may be found and become intentional in all we do for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and will mature and be found in him. Now, I'd like to warn you that when your life has been ordered by the Lord and you begin to see that his mercies are new every day and you are now enjoying the ways of living in the Lord, experiencing freedom and can feel his love that he has for you, the enemy will try to strike you again and let me just say that although this may be the last part of the wilderness series lord willing sometime in the future i will come back and revisit this series because there are a lot of important things that i'd like to unpack and explain in further detail that i believe will continually help us in our walk with jesus christ and allow us to grow stronger and depend upon him because there are many different things we all go through But to know his word, to live his word and to be bold and courageous and strong in his word will keep us in step with the spirit. But anyway, let me get back to what I was saying earlier. The enemy will try to strike you again. Let me give you a few scriptures that tells us how this will occur. In Matthew chapter 12 verses 43 through 45, it tells us about an unclean spirit's return. It says, When an unclean spirit comes out of a person, it roams through waterless places looking for rest, but doesn't find any. Then it says, I'll go back to my house that I came from. Let me pause right there. It is not his house. This body, this temple belongs to God. But see how evil that spirit is, that unclean spirit. It says, then it says, I'll go back to my house that I came from. Returning, it finds the house vacant swept and put in order the reason why it's put in order is because christ now lives in us then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more evil than itself that's when we begin to have spiritual warfare and i'll bring up ephesians 6 in just a little bit which tells us how to prepare for that let me read that again then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more evil than itself and they enter and settle down there As a result, that person's last condition is worse than the first. That's how it will also be with this evil generation. And like I said, that scripture comes from Matthew chapter 12, verses 43 through 45. Now, in order for that unclean spirit to not return, thinking that God's temple, which is the body he allowed us to live in while on this earth belongs to it. It doesn't. This temple belongs to God, not that evil spirit. We as believers in Christ Jesus must come to understand whose we are and who we are. And for us to be true to who we are in Jesus Christ, we must understand that our hearts and lives are to reflect and imitate the life of Jesus Christ and be able to hold firm to the words in Romans chapter one, verses 16 through 17. Once we know whose and who we are in Christ Jesus it says For I am not ashamed of the gospel Because it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes First to the Jew and also to the Greek For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith Just as it is written the righteous will live by faith Which is why Ephesians chapter 6 verses 11 through 18 gives us the way in which we are able to overcome the devil and evil that tries to come our way but we can only do it if we remain in Christ Jesus it says put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness, against evil spiritual forces in the heavens. For this reason, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist in the evil day. And having prepared everything to take your stand, stand therefore with truth like a belt around your waist, righteousness like armor on your chest, And your feet sandaled with readiness For the gospel of peace In every situation Take up the shield of faith With which you can extinguish all Not just some It says extinguish all The flaming arrows of the evil one Take the helmet of salvation And the sword of the spirit Which is the word of God Pray at all times In the spirit With every Prayer and request and stay alert with all perseverance. You got to persevere and intercession for all the saints. Meaning sometimes you'll have to stand in the gap for a family member, friend or coworker or somebody you don't even know who's going through something because you know who you are in Christ. And for those that are having a hard time discerning where you currently are in life. And why do these things keep happening to you? And why is it that I can't break free from these addictions? How long must I stay in this season? Well, a passage of scripture filled with wisdom comes from Proverbs chapter 27, verse 19. It tells us this. Listen closely. As water reflects the face, so the heart reflects the person. Let that sink in. I'm going to read it again. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 19. It tells us as water reflects the the face so the heart reflects the person meaning in this wilderness season your true self will be revealed it will either be found in the devil or it will be found in Jesus Christ it will either be found in darkness or it will either be found in light and I know this may sound harsh but I'm not going to beat around the bush because the moment the scales are dropped from your eyes And you are ready to turn back to Jesus Christ and repent of your sinful ways like I have done. That is when you will truly begin to live because Jesus Christ came so that we may have life and have life more abundantly in him. And let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. The Apostle Paul, who used to be named Saul and whose name was later changed to Paul, had a wilderness experience and thought his actions were righteous until Jesus Christ came and appeared before him and changed his life forever. The story within the Bible can be found within Acts chapter nine, but I'm going to highlight on a few verses of scriptures from there within Acts chapter nine, verses 17 through 25. And it says this, Ananias went and entered the house. He placed his hands on him and said, brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road you were traveling, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. At once, something like scales fell from his eyes and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. Saul was with the disciples in Damascus for some time. Immediately he began proclaiming Jesus in the synagogues. He is the Son of God. All who heard him were astounded and said, Isn't this the man in Jerusalem who was causing havoc for those who called on this name and came here for the purpose of taking them as prisoners to the chief priests? But Saul, listen closely, but Saul grew stronger and kept confounding the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. After many days had passed, the Jews conspired to kill him, but Saul learned of their plot. So they were watching the gates day and night intending to kill him. But his disciples took him by night and lowered him in a large basket through an opening in the wall. Now let me explain this part because I believe it can help a lot of us once we've come out of our wilderness season. Notice Saul who later becomes Paul still has to deal with people that are in disbelief that he has changed and is now a follower of Jesus Christ. Notice how the people even conspired to kill him. Let me point this out and say, not everyone will be happy that God has taken you out of your wilderness season and has elevated you and has allowed you to find freedom in him. One reason for this is because the ones that are hating on you are pretending to be free themselves and they are upset because you are now reaping a harvest that you've been disciplined by. And so they will try to bring up your past life and mistakes only to discourage you back into your old mindsets, which is a scheme of the enemy, which is why we must pray for our enemies and those who despitefully use us as the Bible tells us to. But regardless of how others will respond, whether they will hate you or will be glad for you, you now have a confidence rooted in Christ Jesus that will be richly rewarded in heaven and the Holy Spirit now rests inside of you and resides within you and has given you the power in him to persevere and remain in his strength to keep you and make provisions for you. Because, look, the Lord allowed the disciples to lower Saul, who later becomes Paul, in a large basket through an opening in the wall. Meaning God's got you covered in whatever situation you are going through, what you may have to go through, because greater is he that is in me than he that is of the world. And the Lord is Alpha and Omega and knows the beginning from the end. And is able to do exceedingly abundantly above more than we can ever ask, think. Or imagine. So take some time and ask the Holy Spirit right now in this moment to search your heart And remove all evil and ungodliness from your life That the Holy Spirit would allow relationships that hinder you to be gone Ungodly soul ties that try to trap you to be no more And any and everything that does more harm to the body of Christ Jesus Instead of us right to disappear from your life May the Lord who delivered the Israelites from Egypt with his mighty hand do the same for us all and keep us in his rightful standing before him all the days of our lives. Now, this may not be easy at first, but if you continue to trust and believe in the Lord, Ho, oh, it will get better. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for blessing us with your word in this wilderness series. Lord, I can admit that it's not always comfortable when having to confront our mistakes because we can become prideful. But if we remain prideful, we will have a great fall. But it is always worth knowing that if we confess our sins, you alone are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to help us continue in your righteousness. So, Lord, I pray for those that are lost, those that are heartbroken, those that that are continuing to do wrong even when they know what is right. Have mercy on us, Lord. Change us and remind us of your words and promises. Lord, that we would have an experience of true repentance in you. For Isaiah chapter one, verse 18 through 20 reminds us, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be eaten by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. It's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Well, to all of my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners around the world, I want you to know that rather you are heading into a wilderness season or you are leaving a wilderness season. Understand that without God, it is impossible for us to do anything. But with God, all things are possible. We can continue to depend on him, knowing that his promises will come to pass in his timing and that his love covers over a multitude of sins that we are not to grow weary in well-doing but that we are to trust in the lord and have the faith to continue obeying his commands knowing that the best is yet to come and that the old is gone and the new is here so thank you all so much for tuning in to the wilderness series and if this has blessed you please share it with someone whether it be a friend family member co-worker enemy and so forth because the word of god as a way of dealing with people the way only God can and will turn their lives around for the better in him as they continue to mature in him. And before I go, I wanna give a special shout out to an amazing God-fearing, loving, and caring mother, my mom, who has been opening with the intros for me in this series for the wilderness and is the first guest that I have had on the Insightful Devotion Podcast. I wanna say thank you so much, mom, for your time. And I pray that God continues to bless you and use you and that his favor remains on you and his face will always shine upon you.
0: Well, thank you, son. And it's been a pleasure being able to speak on your podcast. And I know that God's plan for you are good and that he is using you in a mighty way for his kingdom.
1: Well, thank you so much for those kind words, mom. I love you and thank God for you. And why don't you help me close out today's podcast? okay well i'm david and i'm melody reminding you to be blessed stay blessed because because you are are blessed.
0: blessed